a very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast with your host, Paul Lowe. Paul offers wisdom, insights and tips for living a healthy, meaningful, purposeful life. On the back of overcoming extreme adversity, Paul has a proven track record of achieving life-enhancing results. He offers empowering advice and guidance to help people develop a mindset for success so that they can live with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects. Hello listeners and welcome once again to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today I'm joined by a lady by the name of Amy Mosco from California in the United States of America. And Amy is one of our global co-authors, one of our game changers, if you will. And today she is going to be talking with me about the chapter in her book, in the book, her excellent chapter, Getting to the Heart of the Matter. Amy, an immensely warm welcome to you. Well, thank you for having me. It's nice to be here again. So, the title, Getting to the Heart of the Matter. Give us an intro, Amy, if you will. Okay. Well, the book chapter is about um, peeling back the layers uh, when you experience a challenge and looking into those layers and making an assessment of where you're at on a value scale with those layers. So that's a little sneak peek into the chapter. And the fact that it's at the beginning of the book is also um, it's quite interesting because I think when you look at the the global go um, even global go goal authors co-authors <laughs> just proves <laughs> listeners the authenticity of these podcasts. We're not going to edit that. It is what it is. But the the <laughs> fact that um, yeah the whole essence of it, Amy, is because isn't that what we do in terms of mastering game? You know, one of the things in terms of mastering the game of life is. We work towards getting to the heart of the matter, don't we? Yes, absolutely. I mean, and there's so much benefit in that. It's not only just mastering the game of life. It's really coming to a greater understanding of why you're here, what your lessons are and what you're meant to be doing. So, yeah, I mean, there's really there's a lot wrapped up in getting to the heart of the matter of any challenge or not even just not even a challenge, but just any situation in your life. Hmm. So what inspired you, Amy, to, I mean, obviously within your line of work, um, you, could have, you could have picked on any particular chapter. Why this one? Why this, this focal point? Well, first and foremost, I'm a healer. Um, and I've learned through time and trial that helping others heal and exploring the elements of healing is my purpose in this world. So when I'm working on a new healing technique or engaged in the healing process, whether it's my own or someone else's, I'm aligned with my purpose. So that is why I chose to write about these seven layers. Um, As a healer, I'm always looking to understand more um, about challenges, about the elements of challenges, and to show other people what I've learned. So this, the seven layers that I write about is a process that I have used myself to get through uh, challenges or obstacles and really, really shift, not repeat those patterns, but really shift out of them so I can get to a higher level on the game board, if you will. Hmm. 
So these seven layers then, Amy, what, what are they for the benefit of our listeners? Just give, give us an overview, if you want. Then maybe we can just have a little look at each one without going too deep. Sure, absolutely. So the first one is fear. And um, I frame it in the, the, in the way that shows, okay, so fear is one end of the spectrum. And then love is the other end of the spectrum. Um, so when you explore those two elements and figure out where you sit on that value scale, it gives you a good idea of where you want to go or, or, or what work you have to do to actually get to the light end of that value scale. So that's the first layer, fear to love. The second layer is anger to gratitude. The third layer is disempowerment to empowerment. The fourth layer is hopeless to hope. Um, the fifth layer is counting on external, like having external dependencies and then um, inner strength. That's the light end of the scale. The sixth layer is stagnation to creativity. And the seventh layer is inaction to action. Okay. I mean, that's fascinating to see how they kind of entwine. So give us a, I mean, can you give us a, um, a sort of everyday general practical example of those specific layers and how they might play out in, you know, inverted commas, normal life? Sure. So if you, if you know what the value scale is, if you know that you're, you're, the dark end of the scale is fear and the light end of the scale is love, and you take a look at that scale, and then you look at your emotional reactions and your thought process in relationship to the challenge you're experiencing, you get some idea of where you are. Are you operating more in a fear mentality or are you operating in a love mentality? And what are your emotional reactions? Um, are you are you feeling scared or are you feeling confident? That'll it just gives you two markers to um, to kind of determine where you are and where you need to go. You know, if you if you realize that you're really operating in a fear mentality or with a fear mentality and having fearful emotional reactions, you know the work you need to do is to to move up that scale is to get to love. So, and there are some very simple things you can do. Um, just using affirmations is, is one tool. Now, I don't go into that in the book, but just for your, for your listeners, for their knowledge, you can use affirmations and they are plentiful. I mean, you can, you can Google affirmations and you can look them up online and have a whole, um, you know, have a compendium of affirmations to choose from to bring yourself up the scale from fear to love. Hmm. Okay, so that's the first one. What about anger to gratitude? Okay, anger to gratitude. Well, it's important to understand, too, that these layers really fit together. They build upon one another. So the first layer, fear to love, um, it plays into the second layer because anger is really, it's like a secondary emotion to fear. Whenever you feel like a, a need hasn't been met um, or there's a void in you, it's usually you you usually react in fear and then it that fear compresses over time and oftentimes turns to anger so i guess that's the point i want to drive home about these layers is that they're all connected you know they're not isolated whenever we have work to do on one layer typically we have work to do on another layer because they all play they all feed one another so so with gratitude with anger to gratitude um you may also look at first dealing with that underlying fear. And then as you as you deal with that underlying fear, then um, 
move into some affirmations that help you to release that anger. And forgiveness is a, a, a big element of that. Um, actually expressing forgiveness um, helps you get from anger to gratitude. And, you know, we've discussed that multiple times, <laughs> which yes, yeah. forgiveness or gratitude. Well, you know what? It could go either way. You could use <laughs> and have success with the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might even come down to, you know, you pays your money, you takes your choice. Which one comes first alphabetically? <laughs> F or G? Oh, okay. We'll go for forgiveness then. Um, yes, listeners, Amy and I have debated this on more than one occasion. And um, anyway, we move on, Amy. We move on. <laughs> <laughs> so next one then disempowerment to empowerment okay so disempowerment many times when you have gone through the process of adopting a fear mentality and then allowing that fear to compress into anger then what happens is you feel like you've been wronged you feel disempowered like you're always getting the short end of the stick it, it positions you perfectly for feeling disempowered when you have connected with um, a lack or fear mindset and then allowed it to compress into anger. The next thing that comes naturally is disempowerment. So now the opposite of disempowerment or the light end of the scale is empowerment. And that really has to do with your thought process. You know, it, regardless of what's happening around you, that um, getting to a place of feeling empowered starts within you. So as you start to fill those voids where fear existed and you start to fill them with love and then shift that anger into gratitude, you put yourself on a path to feeling empowered, regardless of what's happening around you or, you know, to you, you put yourself on the empowerment path. Hmm. The next layer um, listeners, Amy, I, I know I can just see Amy on the other end of this uh, this conversation smiling because this this word to me has become beyond monumental. I think people that are close to me, either in a personal or professional capacity and or both, <laughs> they're probably getting sick and tired of hearing this word from me, hope. So from hopeless to hope then, Amy. Okay. Again, following the trail, let's start with fear. So fear mentality. Um, anger, com compressed fear becomes anger, then comes the feelings of disempowerment. And then what are you left with? What does the future look like when you feel disempowered? Not too good. Um, feelings of hopelessness start to creep in. And it's like, you know, what am I doing here? What's the point of all this? So this is kind of a tipping point. Um, this is where a lot of people, um, when they reach that hopeless or hopelessness, that's rock bottom for them. That's when they really have to, to um, take stock of their situation and decide, you know, what, what am I going to do here? Am I going to change things or am I going to leave this world? Okay. I mean, that's very, that's a dramatic example, but that's what it represents for a lot of people is rock bottom. So mm -hmm. when you go, go back to fear, you start filling those voids with love um, the anger starts to dissipate, moves to gratitude. You you have um, you feel more powerful or empowered. Then the future begins to look bright. Tomorrow will be better than today. Um, so so that's kind of the journey with those first four layers of fear to love, anger to gratitude, disempowerment to empowerment, and then hopelessness to hope. 
And I think what we'll do, listeners, we'll leave it there because Amy's given four of the seven and believe me, the other three are well worth getting to know, you know, in in more detail because Amy does go into detail around them. So uh, I just want to flip over now, Amy, and ask a, a different sort of concluding question for you. What's it like to be involved um, in? I mean, you're involved in a, in a very deep level in World Game Changes, but uh, you know that conversation's another time, another place, listeners. But in terms of this book, to be one of the twenty global co-authors, one of the Game Changes. I mean, what does that mean to you personally? Well, first and foremost, it's an incredible honor um, because I've gotten the chance to know many of these other global contributors. And I feel like uh, this is a dream come true for me to, to keep company with these people. So um, it's really been quite an honor to be involved in this project. And um, I'm impressed every time we get together. Uh, I'm impressed by the heart and the desire to do good in this world. So yeah, it's really been been quite an honor. Mm, it's certainly a special book, isn't it? I mean, you know, really? we've spoke up We've we've spoke about this, listeners, uh, off here, Amy, Amy, and I, and some of our colleagues um, that have had the the insight to you know not read all the book, but certainly the biggest part of it, and the diversity, the honesty, the rawness, you know, geographically, socioeconomically, the the diversity is is immense. But we're glued together. We're connected together by one simple thing. And uh, well, one simple thing. Is it a simple thing? I think it is. I think the game of life is very simple. It's only things like our ego that constrain us and make it complicated. And that one simple thing is our hearts. And I think that's a very, very timely uh, and appropriate way, Amy, to say thank you so much, not just for this sharing this insight and this conversation, but for everything that you do and, and everything that you are and the amazing person that I've come to know. And on a personal level, um, I share that with our listeners, Amy, just to say thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Paul, it's been it's been quite a journey and an absolute pleasure. So there we have it, listeners. So look out for Amy's chapter uh, in the book and getting to the heart of the matter and all that remains now we talk about heart is for me to say this remember mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts thanks very much for listening to this mastering the game of life podcast episode if you found it interesting and helpful drop a line to paul via paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have He'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at www.paul-low.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. 